Thanks for joining us today. You're listening to Laugh Again with Phil Calloway. It's that time of year when Christmas fills the air. Bing Crosby has been caroling at our house since early November. The place smells like cinnamon sticks and Norwegian lefse. And our humble tree fills the window, its white lights twinkling, inviting neighbors to come on over, bring gifts. <laughs> our tree is nothing like the 43-foot tree in Abu Dhabi that owns the record for most expensive Christmas decoration ever. The 13-meter Christmas tree in the lobby is adorned with 8 million euros worth of decorations, including gold and silver bows, necklaces, and earrings. Speaking of decorations you just have to have, you may want to consider a card from the first set of Christmas cards. Hand-colored in 1843 by John Calcott Horsley, only 12 are still in existence. One recently sold at auction for more than $35,000. You may not want to send it regular mail. Meanwhile, in London, a diamond-studded Christmas wreath decorated with 16 rubies and 32 diamonds sold for a paltry 3.2 million euros. Sadly, the greenery only lasts 12 days, but diamonds are forever, so I'm told. Or you could pick up the Swarovski nativity set. The small three-piece version is hand-sculpted, painted in gold, and speckled with crystals. It sells for $4,500. Speaking of nativity sets... Mike Zaws of Iowa began collecting them in the 50s, and it got away on him. Mike now holds the world record for largest collection of them at, are you ready, 2,539. Quite an accomplishment, as each set was required to include Mary, Joseph, and Jesus, at least one angel, a shepherd, an animal, a star or a stable, and three wise men, which historically were not part of the nativity. The wise men were still en route. A little child, a shining star, a stable rude, the door ajar. Yet in that place so crude forlorn, the hope of all the world was born. Each Christmas, our home is decorated with a handful of nativity sets. Two of them hang from our tree. They're about the size of a child's hand, carved from olive wood. We purchased them from Christians in Bethlehem. The grandkids hold them and play with them. Then I glue them back together. In another room is a tiny set from Africa with its beautiful brown-faced Jesus and a ceramic version from South America with a llama. These sets are more ornate and breakable, out of the reach of toddlers. But my personal favorite is a crude Canadian nativity made of pine wood that my friend Gord and I fashioned with a bandsaw 33 years ago. One of the donkey's legs broke off, so we sawed them all off. He kneels comfortably by the manger. Mary and Joseph have been painted with felt pens, chewed upon, lost for a few years, then found. The wise men have been largely ignored, placed far off as they were on that night so long ago. Together, these sets remind me that the celebration is not limited to people of my country, my color, my ethnicity. Christmas is good news for all people. Do not be afraid, the angel told the shepherds. I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. Unto you is born this day a Savior, Christ the Lord. I'm so grateful that people in more than a hundred countries listen to Laugh Again. Wherever you call home, the good news is for you. And yes, even for me. And all the diamond-studded Christmas presents from Abu Dhabi to London are worth nothing without the presence of Christ. May He be found at the center of it all. From all of us to all of you, a very Merry Christmas.